Join the Pop Life Podcast conversation. Follow us on Twitter at the Pop Life Podcast. Find us on iTunes at the Pop Life Podcast. Be sure to rate us, please. And find us on SoundCloud and share and like and subscribe. Thanks. Welcome to the Pop Life Podcast, coming to you from the Crosby Collective Studio. Starring your hosts, Jeffrey Sledge, Naima Cochran, and Sean Young. If it's top of mind in pop culture, it's up for discussion. Thank you for joining us this week. The Pop Life begins in three, two, one. All right, Pop Life Podcast. Today is January 15th. Correct. Happy uh, official Martin Luther King's birthday. Yep. Um, and happy Founders Day to the ladies at AK. Oh, yeah. Y'all just had yours too. Everybody gets, are they all the other ones? Um, the, a lot the, of them are in January. Kappas. Uh, Kappas, Deltas, mm. AKAs. I think Sigma. the Sigmas and the Zetas too. But yeah. I want to say Sigma Gamma Rolls are some other time, and Omegas are in November. Okay. Um, I feel like somebody else is in November, but I don't know who. But yeah. So when they have Founders Day, is it like a um? Is it do they have like a lot of functions and stuff, or you just yeah, kind of celebrate um, pushing? There is usually. Especially, there's usually a metropolitan area Founders Day celebration for organizations. So, like, if you're, you know, in the tri-state area or something like that, you buy a ticket, you wear your colors. It's, you know, it's a luncheon or a brunch or something like that. Okay. Um, most most sororities observe that. And then there's also usually Founders Day parties um, okay. that are more unofficial. And there was one for Delta, but it was in Brooklyn, and it's... 12 degrees outside, so I didn't go. Yeah, so you ain't make it. Um, I ain't make it to that. So, no, but yeah, there usually are events, and they're not always necessarily like, for example, if Founders Day is on like a Wednesday or a Tuesday, the brunch will be the following weekend or something like that. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not Greek, but you know, peace to everybody who's Greek in their founders' situations. <laughs> and apologies to all y'all non Greeks for the amount of timeline flooding. That's um yeah. taking place throughout the month. I imagine it has to be a little annoying. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot happening. It's a lot going on. <laughs> it's a lot. A lot. A lot of happening. But you know, bless them all. Bless them all. Um, you know, we uh, let's let's start right off with uh the NFL. Let's just uh, you know, just get that out the way. So we had the playoffs this weekend. Bro, you want to take that over? Yeah, nigga, we won. That's that's, that's what the playoffs is. Fuck um, them Eagles. Piece, piece, I'm mad. Piece, that, piece, well, piece, piece of KMGZ. Yeah. And Greg. And Greg. And Greg and Kels. Piece to Greg and Kels. Peace to uh, Patriots fans because I was not expecting that fucking blowout. Like, um, the char- they played the Chargers, and I kind of, like, I went and took a shower during the game. Okay. And like, nigga, I came out and it was like thirty-five to seven. Like, I was like, like "What like the this, fuck? This, like, this is over. <laughs> this is done. This done. Is over. So, um, you know, my game was the uh, New Orleans Saints. Uh, if you don't know, I'm a Saints fan. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we were we were battling back with Philly. We had a game with them this season. Obviously, Philly was a different team. 
um, a more prepared team and, a, and usually, and, and like a lot of analysts say, like the loser of the previous matchup has a lot of the advantage. Okay. Because, um, basically, you know, the, the coaches were saying like basically, the winners don't really feel like they need to change anything, right? Because they won the game, right? True, so it's not, true. you know, so you make some adjustments, but your game plan is pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. And, that makes sense. And I mean, you know, the, the other guys are sort of, you know, moving and shaking. And listen, at the end of the year, we had a game where um, we really didn't play the starters. We played the, the last game of the season. We had already um, clinched home field advantage so it was really no no reason to have any starters out there okay. and you know basically you know we lost that game but you lose a rhythm you know football very much like baseball is a rhythmic game absolutely, you know absolutely. So, and then we had the bye week so ultimately we wound up having the starters wound up having like two weeks off so you could tell you know we we, we were rusty um like time is half. a little off and all time, that. time is a little off you know drew Brees threw an interception the first he only threw like five or six interceptions the whole year you know what i'm saying he threw an interception like the first you know drive of the game or whatever um you know long story short you know philly had a foot on our neck for the first half and you know we made the adjustments it came back and you know, listen, like I said before, a lot of the plays and a lot of the teams that you see moving forward is a bounce here or a bounce there. And Alshon Jeffries, Mr. Pass. Man, man, and, and, man. And, and, it was a lot of time left when, uh, when they were driving. It was a minute well, change. Like it could have been. I wasn't totally blown away by that because I felt like the, the second half we had made the adjustments, especially to their QB who was throwing a lot of floaters. He had a lot of air under the ball, like a okay. lot of air under the ball. So I was pressed because they only need to touch down, you know, an extra point to win the game. Right. But. I didn't feel like, uh, you know, I didn't, I, you know, I was still confident in the D, but then, um, the irony is the kid who caught that interception had two interceptions was the same kid who missed the tackle with the Vikings last year. Yeah, Latimer, right? Mark Latimer. Latimer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it was really good to see him really have a game like that and, um, you know, moving forward. And look, I hope we, uh, you know, put our foot on the necks of the Rams and make it to Atlanta because there's going to be nothing greater. Nothing greater than y'all playing in, in, that, in Atlanta. Don't in, in winning Atlanta. in Atlanta. That's crazy. Oh, you niggas can never say shit. shit. <laughs> no, it's gonna be so niggerish. First of, all, first of all, y'all better. Y- they definitely gonna need the sheriffs and all the police <laughs> to get everybody driving from Nolans. Everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, we gonna they gonna travel that because that ain't but a short. That ain't that's, that's nothing. They, they do that. On, they do that on weekend. That ain't right. that's nothing. That's nothing that's, for for some country boys. Yeah, shit, them niggas might hitch they uh they tailgate wagon <laughs> up. Put <laughs> <laughs> a whole put a whole bushel of crawfish in the back. Man. Exactly all that shit. Yeah, all that shit. Yeah. So yeah, but the games were good. Um, you know, we'll see in these conference title games, which is uh, Patriots and. Uh, you know, Kansas City, Kansas City, yeah, Kansas City. yeah, yeah, and you know, young and young and old, um, and then we got you know the the primary defense and and one of the primary offenses, and and we'll see. So hopefully it'll be a shootout. Yeah, no, and, I, you I, know, I got one thing to say too. Uh, like, piece to fucking, the fucking Mike, piece to Mike Wilborn, who's like been shitting on the Saints like all season, dude. Really? Like it's, it's been all year, yo, dude. Literally, 
I watch, P- I take PTI. PTI is on my DVR. It's one of my favorite shows. Dude, shits on the Saints at every turn, bro. Like at every turn. It's, it's like, like by week 11, it got awkward. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Where, and it's just like, yo, dude, he picks against us every week, every week. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, look, man, as a Raider fan, I can't do nothing but congratulate, man, because Raiders is just garbage. They just, it's, it's getting, it just gets every week. It's something else bad happens. Like, you know, CJ Anderson, who's on the Rams, um, who had a great game last week. Um, he was a Raider. Uh, Mark Cooper, who had a great game last week uh, for Dallas. They lost. We had a great game. He was a Raider. Um, you know, Gruden just, oh, man, I just so, I, you know, congratulations, man. I, 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 I hope one day I can feel this, that feeling again, because it's been years. <laughs> I, I know. I'd be hurting for you, man. It's, it's been years, and it don't look like it's coming back no time soon. Like, it's fucking terrible, man. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, that's just that shit that just made me mad sad just now. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh thinking about that shit. But yeah, man. Um I wanted to also mention, you know, we last week, that's what it was. Last week, uh we forgot to mention the trailer for us. Yeah, um, the conversation. Actually, two weeks ago, we forgot to mention it. Two weeks ago, um, two weeks ago, you're right, exactly. Yeah, the and conversation kind of died down as hot as it was. It yeah, like, I just want to mention it. You know, I know yeah. we don't got to go deep, but this, you know, Jordan Peele's new film, obviously, the writer. Which doesn't produce, come out until March. Yeah, the writer and producer of Get Out. But that's what they would get out, too. They put that trail out, Matt, early, too, mm-hmm. to build up momentum. Um, has a new, new, new movie coming out called Us, featuring um, Winston. What's his last name from. Um, Black Panther? I don't remember. But but yeah. uh Winston Duke. Mbaku. Winston yeah, Duke. Winston Duke. Winston Duke and, and Lupita Nyonga is uh is uh, they play a couple with two children and it looks like you know, the trailer uh looks like um they meet a like kind of like an almost like an alternate alternate versions of themselves and their in their in their children. Yeah. And um but you know it's obviously a trailer so you can't really figure out what exactly is going on. And then the biggest thing about the trailer was one of some of the biggest things about the trailer were Lupita Nuango has kind of like a similar um I don't know if it's seen but similar kind of face as shot. Um, dead shot as Daniel um did in Get Out with like the open eyes and the crying kind of face um right and then the music for the trailer was i got five on it five the loonies uh kind of slowed down and like eerie stretched out. out into a yeah it was um which was genius it was actually. amazing it was amazing and also made me not want to listen to i got five on it <laughs> yeah, ever exactly. again yeah, but so it was, but to, it was genius. It was really it genius. It was incredible. Yeah, exactly. So I wanted to just mention that. And then also I wanted to mention the trailer that came out this past week for this movie called Little. Um, a Will Packer, um, p- p- production piece to Will Packer. He's fucking crushing it. Um, starring. It is. Uh, I didn't realize it was Will's. Yeah, it's Will. That's Will. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Starring, um, I got, can't get her say name, the little girl from he, da- Diane Mark, from, Mark, from, Mark. Mark. Marce Martin, yeah, who played mm-hmm. Diane, who plays Diane. And it's Black actually Man. her concept. Yeah, yeah, she, she's she's the executive, executive producer. producer. Yeah, she's yeah, which is she's fourteen. It's the Bob. youngest executive producer yeah. ever. Yeah, she's amazing. She's fourteen yeah. years old. Like, okay, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm failing. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, 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 
Regina, um, Regina Hall and Regina um, Issa Rae. Issa, yeah. And I'm sure there's other people in there too that you know we didn't see in the trailer. I've, there's a, there's now this trailer that's like a a three minute trailer which I haven't watched yet. Um, but um, it looks like it's gonna be funny as shit. Um, it looks like it's just gonna be totally memeable, totally quotable. Um, yeah. And definitely one of those movies that. All the black people and their families is going to open the weekend, <laughs> so be yeah. prepared for the movie to come in number one, and for Hollywood Reporter and Variety magazine and all them to be like, "What?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Again, for the right. for, for the eighty fifth thousandth time, like, yes, yeah, you know, they're going to be surprised that a black movie catering to a black audience is going to come in number one. Um, so yeah, but I'm excited about that. I just wanted to kind of mention that because, like I said, the trailer you know made me excited. Um, what do you think about this ten year challenge thing? That is that everybody took it too far as per usual. I mean, I I get the concept is is a cool concept, mm-hmm. but you know, some people are taking it all the way back. Some people are doing out here doing like whole four decades, yeah, thirty years, yeah, challenge. like yeah, every decade of your entire life. Like I'm I'm really good on that. Um. And I mean, I, I mean, I guess, but also I think what's interesting, we've been on social media for 10 years because some of these pictures, I was like, that was, ten, but people I know, I was like, that was 10 years ago. Um, I didn't do it because I was posting Founders Day pics and I felt like that was the same thing because I was posting I stuff from when I crossed till now. Mm. But I mean, it's cool, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah I did it. I mean, it's yeah, I've cool. seen yours, bro, with your suits on and shit. Yeah, you know, I have my have my Steve Harvey joint on, yeah, you know, and, and, uh, my, my three button with, with yeah. the wide leg. Yeah, me and Matt, Matt, extra fabric on your shoes. That's 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 a- I mean, that part is funny. It's yeah. cool to kind of look back yeah. and see how people have evolved. I think what I didn't like is that the original name of the challenge it got shortened to the ten year challenge, but the original name of the challenge was the How Hard Did Age Hit You Challenge, which mm. I think is a different concept. Right, no, and then it, well, and then well, it evolved to the ten-year challenge. I think it. Well, let me say this. First of all, I think the pre, the person, the people who started this shit, are niggas that look good. Basically, is right, and really, they wanted to show you that I still got it popping. Yeah, I Basically. still look good. Yes, and then what we saw was we saw sort of the evolution and. The reality that age has hit some motherfuckers hard. Yeah. Like, like Father Tom has definitely had his foot on a couple oh. of you did his neck. Like, heavy. for real. For real. Heavy, but heavy. I feel like, but I feel like a lot of people, if they knew, they knew they shit was all the way wrong, they didn't participate. Um, yeah, I think that there were some people, that's the problem, right? Like, there's some people that don't really know that they don't that really, you didn't age well. Yeah, it's like you know, thirty six and twenty six. It's like nigga, you look forty three. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, did anybody? I mean, I get it, right? But like, I, I mean, right. you look older, right? Like, yeah, and, and yeah. Again, yeah. Anybody that knows me know I'm not an I'm not an ageist. I'm not one of those. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I understand aging and the process, right? Like, I got fucking you know I'm starting to get crow's feet, or you know I got gray in my beard. I don't die that shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, some of you guys, man, look weathered. Like, yeah. like, some of them like, look, some like, look worn out. 
Yeah, man. Like y'all got in the ring. Get some sleep and drink some water. For real. Like you like and stop eating that Kennedy fried nigga every night. (laughs) But I saw some really I did see some really impressive transformations like um our friend friend to the show, Sydney. Sid's been Sid's been on like we all know. Yeah, I mean we and if we know him, we know Sydney's been on like this really hardcore fitness kick for it's been five years now i think probably probably yeah yeah. um i think it's been five years now so like as you know him in your mind you know sydney has transformed like in your mind you know that but to see him put a picture up from 10 years ago it was like my nigga you was different yeah like completely different I didn't even I didn't even know Sydney back then. So and I, so I met I, I met Sydney in two thousand eight. So that was crazy for me. I was like, yo. Yeah, that 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 was definitely like a picture that made you sort of understand. But you know what, man? It was also I did. Let me just say I also saw a lot of pictures that were encouraging. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were really sharing their stories about um, their transformations both good and bad, right? Like some of them were sharing their stories. Like, yo, I went through a lot in the last 10 years. Yeah, yeah. had a you couple know, had, kids. Had a couple kids. Yeah, somebody right had cancer. Yeah, yeah family, shit got family. real for me. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. you saw transformations on the other side where it was like, yo, I, I, I lost my parents and I didn't want to die. I didn't want to, you know, right. I wanted my better mm-hmm. quality of life. And so it was, it was cool and it was fun. And of course, like you said, like always, you know, they, Dudes will take it to the extreme, and then it goes into you know the, these ridiculous spread out over the years. It's like, dude, it's just ten years, bro. We we, yeah. we good, like yeah. we okay. Yeah, so I, I thought it was like I said, I thought it was interesting. It was you know some transformations that were crazy. I mean, there's some transformations I think that were uh, you know a, a little aided by uh, outside forces. As a they lot say. of filters, there's a lot of filters, a lot of filters, and you know a lot of filters, and, a, filters and some folks discovered makeup. In, and, in the past and, decade. And some people, you know, went to the doctor and kind of got a little touch up, you know what I'm saying? And that too. So, you know, um, but you know, hey, to peace that, you know, to everybody who's, who's still here, because a lot of us ain't make 10, you know, a lot of people that make, make it around to do the 10 year challenge. Amen. That's, amen. That's, amen. Yeah, that's, the main, that's the main thing to that. Um, I wanted to mention, um, real quick, um, Kamala Harris. So, um, the Democrats are now starting to, um, people are starting to kind of touch around and explore. mess around, explore to see about running the, the entering into the presidential race. I saw Christian Gillibrand entered her name in today officially, um, and more to come. And although Kamala Harris hasn't entered officially, officially, if you just kind of watch, uh, the news and watch social media and everything else that's going on, <clears throat> there's a lot of stories about her now. And, you know, there's a I lot think of, she, but I think she announced that she formed an exploratory committee, didn't she? Yes, yeah, it's an exploratory, yeah. but it's yeah. not officially like in yet. But, but that's kind of like the that's kind of like you in. I'm going to the interest meeting before I pledge. Like it's she, yeah. she, basically she, she in she in she, she yeah. running. Be, she'd yeah, be barring something crazy. She'd be yeah. a fool not to, to be perfectly honest. Especially she's, and she's spending, you know, this stuff, this stuff ain't cheap. It costs money to do all this stuff she's doing right now. So, um, it's very interesting though, because she is, uh, you know, born and raised Oakland, California. Um, went to Howard University, is an AKA. 
um, is a was a federal prosecutor, um, and then I believe became the attorney general for the state of California yes. before before running for senator. Yes. Uh, which he's now a senator. I think at least a two-term senator, maybe, I think at least two-term senator for California. I think two terms. Yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, very, you know, beautiful woman, very charismatic, obviously extraordinarily smart. Um, And, you know, could uh, possibly make a, a really good and interesting candidate um, to run against um, somebody like Trump because she's not going to back down or be bullied or, or, um, kowtow to his bullshit um but what's happening is because of her being a federal prosecutor in her in her past and she doesn't you know hide it or anything she says it proudly um and some of some of her stances are pretty pretty hardcore um there's been a you know and i always take social media with a grain of salt because it could really be 60 people and it feels like six million right but there's some people online saying that um She's a prime prosecutor. She's the feds. I can't fuck right. with her, you know, because of her stance on this. And one thing because of her stance, this is because because she's a prosecutor. Well, no, it is because of her stance. No, it is because of her stance. Kamala was against um, releasing well, yeah, non-violent, non-violent yeah, um, offenders because, and and I don't know, I don't know what she actually said, but the parsing of it basically comes to losing a significant amount of the labor force. Mm-hmm. And that's coming back to bite her in the ass, and it's a large reason why a lot of the a lot of the left, like the hard left, doesn't fuck with her. Um, they see, don't think see, she's progressive see. enough. But see, this but is, they this don't is think anybody's progressive enough. That, that's my thing. This is my issue. This, and that's why I was kind of trying to take that conversation exactly what you said. So, <clears throat> people, and to me, people are really honing on the, honing in on that one specific thing. And saying because of that, like you said, she's not progressive enough. I can't fuck with her. You know, she's not really with the quote unquote black agenda, whatever that is. I don't even know what that is, honestly. And and people are kind of being, to me, led astray by, I don't know who who the powers that be that are put this stuff in, in, into the air because as we saw in the last presidential election, now we found out later that, you know, in that, in this case, a lot of Russian, a lot of Russian bots and the Russians were putting a lot of stuff in the air about Hillary and putting stuff in the air to make kind of black folks not ride with Hillary and kind of go against each other. So I don't know where, where this is coming from on the Kamala side, but it's just irksome that. People are like, I'm not fucking with her because of this one thing. She hasn't even had, she's not even officially in to explain herself yet. And I just hate that already. Like people are, people are being so easily dissuaded. Um, well, people have been like that about her and Corey for a minute, like for a minute, like since, yeah, I mean, six, yeah. since 15, 16, like this ain't new. It might be amplified because we're getting closer to 2020 and because it's a real conversation now, mm-hmm. but people, there are people who equally like this, like this isn't the first I'm hearing of Kamala. And, you know, when people have said, do you think Kamala will run in 2020? I've said, like, I don't know if we're ready for her. And there's, there's people who are really just like, keep it. And apparently Californians are part of that. Like, we're good. You know, just like how people from Jersey would be like, I'm good on Corey. People from California, like, I'm good on Kamala. And, but, the, but I agree that there is a lot of like, it's like, what the fuck do y'all want? That's my that's, name. That's it's like, my what point. do y'all that's want in a candidate? That's my point. That's I think a lot point. of this. I think a lot of this is, um, I'll, I'll say, performative. I think that yeah. because of the platforms that we have right now and the rush to um, 
to feel internally like you're conscious and woke, you know what I'm saying? And, and to also present that to other people, I think has sort of taken over a little bit of, um, critical thinking and overall thinking. And I think that a lot of people operate in this very narrowed space mm. when they make those, um, those decisions, right? Like, I'm not saying that she should not be challenged on her record, right? Because it's her record. Of course, of course. And we have to, and we have to give those people their, um, ability to, to, you know, one, explain themselves. And it's the same record that we gonna go and, and say, yo, yo, fucking Bernie, you voted for the crime bill. Like, mm -hmm. don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, your record is your record. So she's got to an answer for that. And I think that, I'm going to, I know that I'm going to give her that time to answer for that. Now, if other people don't feel that way, um, you know, listen, they may feel very strongly. They may have been directly impacted by some of the choices that she's made. And I can completely see why a person might feel strongly about that. But what I'm, but what I think is at stake here is far greater than your personal uh attitude toward her right now which people exactly. still don't understand from 2016 it's a still <laughs> an argument that motherfuckers have not learned from the disaster that was bernie and stein these motherfuckers will still sit there and talk about their own part whatever let me not get riled up i got two more years to get my first I mean, up. but that shit is infuriating like that people can't understand that your own Yes, yes, you should vote your conscience. Yes, you should vote. But sometimes there, there is a thing called the greater good, my nigga. And it's like, it's not mm -hmm. about you. That's yeah. actually what this is. It's not about you. Well, well you know what I mean? Go ahead, Sean. No, I was just going to say, what we have to remember is that we ain't got but so many more. I know we make Ruth Bader Ginsburg into fucking a superhero. And yeah. she has been, right? But she's right. not going to be here but much longer. That reality is... Like, she is, legit holding on by all the threads. That mm -hmm. can be at any point right now. Mm -hmm. None of these Supreme Court justices are spring chickens. None of them look extraordinarily healthy. You yeah. see, Scalia died out the clear blue. Yep. Right. That yep. was not yep. this was not somebody that was just, you know, so who knows if somebody strokes out and, and, and is incapacitated. Like, I just feel like the next couple of years, um, the next couple of election cycles are really, really vital. And not just for the Supreme Court justices, but also with the way that he's heavily favored the federal judge um, yep. system right now. So I think that there's some important things. I think that, you know, again, this is why they've been able to pass over and get people appointed, right? Is because they vote with an action and with a plan. And even when they, even when people don't agree, right? Like women went out there and they talked about how they didn't, they despised Trump and he was disgusting and he was this and he was that. And then 58% of the motherfuckers went out and voted for him, right? Yep. Because, yep. That's a, that was, the, that was the meeting that happened at the meeting at exactly. the white people meeting. That was yeah. on the agenda. Everybody that followed the, the agenda. That was on the, they got the memo, right? So, I mean, aside from all of that, I mean, listen, I think it's great for her to run. She should run. It's, it's, I don't think that there's a better time for her to run. And, um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. And I'll I mean, be honest though. No shots to Kamala. If Kristen Gillibrand is in this race, I'm fucking with Kristen Gillibrand. 
Yeah, well, she is. She is. She she's, she's been today. doing her. She's been doing her motherfucking thing. I'm not mad. Yeah, so it's gonna be. And, you know, it's yeah. gonna be an interesting. Uh, I, I'm. I'm fearful for Kamala that, and uh, you know, a couple of white folks have kind of come on out and said it. And this is on the Democratic side that they've said that they still they want to. They feel like they want to run a a white candidate. Um, because they feel the candidate of any color at this point just won't work because of Trump's America. Those people will just vote against the color without even hearing what the yeah, person I has don't, to say. I don't know if we're ready for black again. I really don't. I don't. Yeah. I, don't I didn't think we. I didn't think we were ready when we talked about Barack. Right? Like I didn't think that we were. I really. I genuinely did not think that I would see a president, a black president in my lifetime. Absolutely um, not. Before he ran. Right. So I think that there's some things there. I mean, I, I think that we have to look at a couple different things here, which is one. She is not only is she a bright woman, not only is she accomplished, but she has waited her turn, so to speak. And we true, know one thing that Democrats are adamant about is waiting it's your waiting turn. waiting your turn, yeah. And so she has that. She has the law and order background. She has all, all of those things that would uh, ease slightly the, uh, you know, those Midwest yeah. voters, those fringe voters, right? You got a white, and, got a white husband. Well, and she's an attractive woman. Very. She's a good looking true, woman. True, true. She is that charismatic. Matters. She is charismatic and she is good looking. And those two things are vital in what we see now as ultimately popularity contests. Yeah. And, and she, you know, and she can get her black on, obviously, because she is black and she went to well, Howard and then she went to Howard and she plays well, AKA. No, no, she can. She, 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 she had a little flub for me the other day with, with this little clip she got floating around. What it said? What it said? I missed it. She, she's talking about music. Uh oh. And she says, I think her favorite song was like Check the Rhyme but, from okay. the Top Call Quest. And it sounded like she didn't really know that Fife had. <laughs> Transition. Oh, yeah. I think did not sound like she knew that. She said the the cookout song was like lemonade, and I'm like, mm. um, we, you know, don't no, it's not. You go like what, like, yeah. like she need to call some. She need to call uh, AK people and be like, give me the yeah, cookout like, song. Like you sound, yeah, you sound, <laughs> sound a little, sound, and, and God bless her. I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying you know she. She you know is she need to be black. here. She, and I understand, but, but she's just a little, little more out of touch than she kind of wants to live. Yeah, she, she, she definitely ain't been down to the salon in a long time. Like, like I'm positive she ain't got no bootleg movies nowhere around. Oh no, 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 no. She ain't, no, no. <laughs> she ain't, got, you know, she ain't, she ain't going she, to see little. She ain't buying. No, she, ain't, she ain't buying no black soap from, yeah. from the dudes that come through. <laughs> Word. She ain't never seen black she ain't butter. You know what yeah. I'm saying? None of that shit. Um, I want to also mention. She did that, go to Howard, y'all, though. She got a little. I'm saying. I'm she saying, got a little. Might, I'm just saying she might be disconnected from some of those people. She probably need to reach back to some of her sorrows and be like, hey, girl, I how you been, girl? How you been? <laughs> <laughs> hey, where you going to oh, be at this weekend? But speaking of, shout out to the reporter who got eviscerated. Um... So white journals, not that any of y'all listening to this shit, but y'all, it's time for y'all to bone up on HBCUs and BGLOs because Andrew Gillum was an HBCU grad, Stacey Abrams was an HBCU grad, Andrew Gillum was Greek. Um, you know, this is this is the new Stacey reality. Greek. 
Stacy, um, Kamala. This is the new reality for um, qualified, you know what I mean, yep. black black uh, candidates in various levels of office. And there was a reporter at Kamala's um, event in LA last week. And when Kamala came out, AKA ski weed her. And if wow. you don't know a ski weed, it's like ski. So the, the woman, I guess, had never heard the sound before. And she said, oh, Kamala's uh, Howard, Kamala's sorority sisters from Howard are screeching at her. I didn't expect oh. to hear screeching. And niggas was like, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, not that we expect you to know what it is, but if if you're in a room with a bunch of them, you could be like, excuse me, what, what yeah, is that? What did y'all just do? Yeah. yeah. Like, and then she meant to say, no, I just meant to convey. I didn't mean any offense. I meant to convey the enthusiasm. Screeching is not, is not the word you use to convey enthusiasm. Like screeching does not, screeching is not a positive um, descriptor at all. So she got drug all up and down the timeline. I missed that. In fairness, yeah. in fairness, in fairness to her, she could have asked somebody. She, in fairness to her, she sounded like she was live tweeting, and I'm sure and, she and was. She it, and she took it on the chin. She, she, you she know what did. I'm saying? She didn't. She didn't rebuff. She, she didn't, was like, "All right." She was like, <laughs> "Yeah." She was like, "My bad." She my, was like, "My bad." That's that's what I'm. That's that's what I look for. Like. Yeah. If if you don't understand and you don't have access to get those questions answered, I totally get it. Like I yeah. totally understand that because yeah. it might be I might be in a room full of some white frat boys and they might do some shit and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, exactly. But, and, and, but it's, and, but it's and, okay to then not try to find if you don't have language for it. It's okay to not. I find didn't think what she did. I, I gotta say this too, and I know that you're Greek. And I, I I I say this with the utmost respect. I, I think exactly people were going. I think people were going way too overboard with the with with lambasting her. She did not know. She quickly and immediately acquiesced right. to corrected. Said, "Yo, you know what? You're right." And it was like, dude, it, like folks were still going hard. And on I her. think that was unnecessary. This is what I will say about white people and black people in BGO culture. Because not even all black people understand Wait, black Greek culture. Wait, what is BGO? Because I don't want that. BGO, black Greek letter organizations. Oh, um, see, see, I would have got ripped on the timeline. Right. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I was like, well, BGO. What? What? Black, BGO? black yeah. Greek letter, black Greek letter the organizations. I thought, I thought um, that was. That, that was some, some of Medicaid so, or something. <laughs> so here's what I will say about, cause even not all black, if you don't, if you're not exposed to the culture, you don't know, right? Cause yep. everything has their own internal shit. Every organization has their own shit. And I get it to the outside. It can look like gang activity. Ooh, whoops sound like suwoos. I, I mean, I understand, right? There's, a, and there's another gang around here that does a call that sounds like ooh, which is my call as a Delta, you know, uh, the the Rockefeller be throwing up the pyramid. We was all Deltas was all mad at that. Watching seeing Beyonce throw up the mid all the time. We got over that now. The, the, but the, the bloods, the bloods, yeah. Throwing up, uh, so, but what I think, what my thing was with her is, journalists, regardless of where they matriculated from. Will know everything about Ivy League schools, their skull and crossbones, the secret clubs, the secret societies, the all that shit. When they are covering um, 
people who matriculated from those universities, right? Because that's where our that's where our upper class of of uh, political you know candidates has come from for so long. Mm. We're in a new era now. So with her, I get that she was live tweeting. I get all of that. But my 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 tweet was, if you're exposed to any culture you don't you aren't familiar with. But there's clearly something going on that everybody else understands. There's no, there's no shame in being like, what is looking at somebody being like, what is that? Cause I stay asking white people about this shit all the time. What is that? So that at least you can understand. And I'm sorry, Sean, but like, there is no way you can tell me that you thought screeching was a positive when you typed that word. Like there's some other language she could have found. Nothing about screeching conveys a positive sentiment to me. And I feel I mean, like, like you're a journalist, said, you're a journalist and you know how to use words, you know? Sure. I mean, listen, if you want to, if you want to challenge her on the fact that she should have used a better word, even if she wasn't quite clear on what was being said or what was being done, I should say, then I understand that. And but I think like, that was part of the reaction was like screeching. But like you, how dare you. Yeah, but like you yourself, we've even talked about this. Like the sorority life in black organizations is not the same as white organizations. When they leave right. school, they are not That's a part all. of those. They're done. Yeah. They're yeah. done. They don't yeah, you, interact you, 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 yeah. in that way. They're not at chapter meetings every year and this, that, and the other. And, and so again, I'm not giving her a pass necessarily, but I'm saying that how this was handled was as best you can ask someone to handle this the way she did. Yes. She wasn't tripping. Like she was like, Oh, okay. My fault. My bad. Like basically. I will (laughs) say that the, that another reporter said something about Kamala's sorority, like later that same weekend, that one says Kiwi. So everybody was like, Oh, some folks got the memo. So I think that's just us. I think you're right. Direct attacks on her beyond the point were like ridiculous. But I think it was also like a call out to journals. Like, if you're going to cover us, please learn some shit about us. You know, like it's time for you to expand your knowledge so that it's kind of like how with Beachella, the, the Greek part and for some people, the HBCU band part, like so much of it went directly over music reviewers heads. And it's like, if you're going to properly, co- but you would have been able to pull some minute details out of some fucking alt rock, whatever. So it's just kind of like treat us with the same respect in terms of giving our stories context. I think that was the bigger issue. Okay. Well, like I said, I, you know, I, the, the overall, just back to just the old, the kind of overall picture. I really think this is going to be interesting to see the, um, how this turns out for, for Kamala, like, and how this, how the, the black community, treats her uh it's going to be very very interesting to see what happens here um um since we're dealing with some little bit of political stuff we have to mention that the government is still shut down craziness literally i mean don't feel like no end in sight because it's not even i haven't we got in in a in over in a in a, in a week wait jeff repeat what you said you said it seems there's no okay. end in sight I said there's no you... end in sight and it feels it, it feels i haven't even heard anything about meetings between trump and the democrats in, in about a week's time yeah it's there was you sat down yeah there was a meeting last week that trump they believed trump staged just so he could storm out of yeah. um and apparently there was a, a motion on the floor from the gop to kind of find a middle ground and um Lindsay shut that down. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, 
Trump don't care. I mean, that's basically don't give a fuck. The, at the you end don't of the day, mean, he don't care. He doesn't have to work as much. He don't have to do shit. Like he's chilling, and he yeah. can, and he feels like he can blame it all on the Democrats, but it's not really. It's not working, but meanwhile, like I said, people are not getting paid, and like I said, there's no end in sight. And um, you know, now we're in mid-January, and people you haven't had checks since before Christmas. Um, and for eight hundred thousand families, not eight hundred thousand people, because obviously those people have families, and you know, different people around them that they deal, you know, support or deal with. Those there's eight hundred thousand families that are that bills are getting tight, and I'm sure savings is getting funky and yeah. you know there's a lot of government uh, fair, uh people who or both people if they're a couple both of them work for the government yeah and there's you know government agencies around the country people have to stop thinking it's just in like the dmv yeah you know, it's it's everywhere and you know it's like i said and it's not even like your man is even working hard to even try to figure out he's just no, like he's basically over. if they don't give me what i want i'm just gonna ride i'm gonna keep going yeah and he's he's chilling and it's like i think um I read that today, I know at least the Coast Guard, but I think certain, I don't know if it extends to any other branches of government, but the Coast Guard didn't get paid today. And so like you got, now you got branches of military service not even getting their paychecks. Yeah, I know the Secret Services are getting paid. Um, and of course, you know, the TSA is not getting paid. And that's kind of one I wanted to bring up next because now it's really starting to affect the airports. There was, there was, uh, stuff on, on, um, on, on different news sites and stuff online of the show in Hartsfield in Atlanta. And just getting through security was taking people two and three hours. And now, again, Yo, the line goes around like the whole entire. It goes like to terminal. the, to the, to the opening of the, to the opening of the terminal. And again, that's, that's not, and Super Bowl is in two weeks. Right, and Hartsfield's a nightmare just on a regular ass Monday. On a reg, on a regular, exactly. So, so with this shit, like, and, and TSA workers are calling in sick, and a lot of them are just not come. A lot of them are not. Uh, are, some of them have quit because they're just like, "Yo, I don't know when it's going to last, and I need to get another job." You know, because like I said on the last show, you know, most airports in um, in in cities, uh, for the most part, are outside the city. Right. So you're going to work means you're spending gas money, toll yeah. maybe toll money. Um, you know, you have to eat, you know, when you're there, you know, you're going to starve yourself. So it, it's the money that you, that kind of money that you had to kind of, you know, get back and forth to work and maybe get some, and get some gas and all that other shit. Like that, that those checks aren't coming. Yeah. You know? Like so in it, Florida, it, in Tampa, I think in Tampa, they set up like a food bank in the parking lot for TSA employees. You know, it's shit. like, it's that serious. There's been, there's been, um, an increase in uh, food banks having federal employees come by. Mm -hmm. um, and this is something that I've talked about before, maybe um, about how it, it, it is always important to um, sort of donate to those food banks if you can, right? Like the perception is that this is only going to like homeless people who can just get a job. Right. right? And in, in actuality, your food bank is, is probably helping your neighbor get by. Um, right. very often people go through tough times. The first thing they have to figure out is shelter. The next thing is food and you know what I'm saying? And so they kind of figure out where they can, uh, go and get some aid in that, um, circumstance. So it's definitely something to think about. Um, in terms of TSA, look, I tweeted last week, um, for folks to keep their eyes open. You know, a couple people who right. like, oh, TSA is yeah. a scam. You know, right. you, we good, nigga. Don't worry. Look, I, like I've somebody, said. Before, somebody went through, got through Hartsfield last week with a gun. You know, and, and, and like I've said before, because I've done security and I've, I've managed 
people insecurity. And what often happens is when you are overworked and, and you lose your judgment, that's why people rotate guards and you Mm -hmm. shift them around. That's why you see, when you see those guards moving around, it's to keep them active and keep them on their toes so that they're not in one place setting, you know, just, just, you know, you know, just sitting there, dude, like you, you can't just do that. So yes. So that guy that let that gun through, he probably didn't do it on purpose. He probably right. 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 Because, because, because normally he sits at that computer. He sits at that x-ray machine for three hours. Well, guess yeah. what? He had to do, he had to do his whole eight hour shift right. at that machine. And you just happen to come through when he yawned yep. or whatever the case may be. And what it does is, is that it presents when you have less security visibly, it allows people that aren't really looking to do things in a bigger way that they feel sort of emboldened to try mm-hmm. something yeah. right. like yeah. come through the airport. One dude got tackled. I can't remember what airport it was. Wow. He got, yeah, dude, like the cops literally had to tackle him and like take his gun from him. Wow. Like, like shit is who knows what, like I said, man, who knows what's getting through Wow. at those airports. And I yeah. know that there's nothing a hundred percent, even when they're operating at full capacity. So you may get through with it. Like, like before I've, I've gotten through with like a straight razor in my carry on, um, stuff like that, you know, nothing crazy, crazy, but Meanwhile, like, they be checking you, could my some, you could do some damage though. You understand right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Like, so who knows what's happening, you know, and you, you have to have people trained on these machines, you know, look, I would hope that that bomb shit that they make, you know, that they swab my hands with is working. And yeah. I hope that the person that's right. doing that shit knows what they're doing. Know what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah. So I, it's, it's, it's also like, uh, let's not forget that this has affected the FDA. So like a lot of the food inspectors are not working Man, out because I can't find, I, there's, I went to target the shop the other day. It's like it's like two things of lettuce up there, dude. Yeah, there was yeah. no produce, and there was almost no produce in my grocery store. And somebody mentioned that, like, you know, how like what a thousand or something people died, or hundreds of people died last year because of lettuce, and zero people because yeah. of you know immigrants. Is like, yeah, because, but because but yes, what, because, but yes, let's shut down exactly. the FDA. Yeah. So now you out here like freestyling and you know with with your food because there's no there's no uh, there's nobody inspecting. So right, we, the lettuce just got okay. Like they yeah, exactly. yesterday, we just got back on that. You know what I'm saying? Now we just. all just you know. It's, uh, so this is yo. This is, if it's a fucking mess. It's a mess. Anybody and it's amazing. Wants, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say anybody wants to just you could uh, hashtag shut down stories on Twitter, and there's mm-hmm. just so many stories about people out here struggling. Like people can't get medicine for their children. People are about to be, you know, like look scared to be foreclosed. They're gonna be foreclosed on. Uh, just can't buy can't buy food. Can't pay their bills. Like because a lot of these companies are not working with people. They're like, yo, that you know, they they're being hardcore. Like, ain't my problem. Pay your right. pay your Mastercard. You know, right. so right. You know, and that's the other thing. So there's a lot of people out here who aren't getting paid. There's a lot of these ripple effects. There's a lot of people out here getting paid. So what's going to happen? What's happening? I'm sure is a lot of people are relying on 
<clears throat> credit cards more than they would right now to, to try to kind of, you know, make ends meet and probably mm-hmm. like paying bills with credit cards or buying food with credit cards or whatever. And so now when this comes back, now you're going to have people probably with like astronomical credit card bills yeah. that they weren't expecting to have, you know, the early part of the year because they had to use their, their American Express or their Visa card just to, just to, you know, keep Get the household by. going. Yeah. You know, it's just um, fucked up, man. I was going to say it's been amazing to me. And I've said this so many times and it just keeps getting worse. It's been amazing to me how little time it takes for the country to fall apart. Yep. To go into a complete fucking shambles. Like, and and there's a weird sense of normalcy to it already because it's been happening consistently in progressive stages. But like two years, like all of this is horrific. Frankly, every every single thing going on in the country right now is horrific. And it happened so quickly. Like, this motherfucker hasn't even been in office two whole years. Nope. And it's already just, everything is fucked up. And it's, again, like, and every now and again, you'll, again, you know, I know we talk about social media a lot on the show, but every now and again, you go on Twitter and somebody will post the, that clip of Hillary and, and Trump at the, in that debate. And yep. she literally says everything that happened. She's like, he's a Republican yeah. Putin. He's going to break up NATO. He's going to give back Syria. Like, she says exactly what happened. It's like, she obviously, she knew. She had mad information. Yeah. And she knew. She couldn't, you know, she had to spin an information a different way. But she's like, I'm telling you, this dude is dirty as fuck. And, like, everything she said that he was going to do, he's doing. Like, yep. it's, 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 it's scary as shit, man. Like, and I don't, it is no in the sight. <clears throat> the last Trump point is have to mention the fact that this nigga served McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's oh, yeah, and that, Domino's to win the college national championship. He served them McDonald's on silver trays with a can, with candelabras and Wendy's and Burger with, King and Domino's. Yes. No, all yeah, that. It, all, all horrific food. Like, horrific, like, this is what you do? Like, but again, and this is because of the government shutdown, so the chefs aren't working. Well, yeah, but he also, the chefs aren't working, so they spun it as, or or some of the White House staff isn't working. It might be beyond the chefs, but yeah, they spun sure. it yeah, as, yeah. oh, we're getting all these great all-American foods. But, like, honestly, this would have been an opportunity for you to infuse some money into the community or, my nigga, don't you own a couple of hotels in the area? Like, your catering staff ain't working there. But still, it's just the fact that, like, you gave somebody a fucking credit card and was like, go to fucking McDonald's and Wendy's and order some Domino's and get some Big Macs and some fries. Like, the shit was just trash. The presentation was, even if you wanted to try to be, to do that, you could have still been a little fly about it. Like, at least take the salads out the plastic bowls yeah, and put exactly. them in tra- at and least that, like take the burgers out the cardboard <laughs> fucking like box like, bags and put them on the and table stack them up on <laughs> silver platters it was it was it was it was surreal and absurd like was, in, in the was, actual definitions it, of the it was it was him it was him it was it him was, it was, it, was everything, on brand, yes. it was everything that has encompassed his entire life which is i like you guys are beneath me Okay, he would never treat a guest that he thought was on par with him in that way. And like we're talking about even even though we know he lies about his money. Right. Even if this guy doesn't make billions of dollars a year, which I don't believe at all. Right. right? We, dude, what would it he have got cost a little change. 
what would it have cost you to feed, um, you know, a hundred, 130 people? Like right. 25 grand. You, you couldn't find a local spot. Call them up. 25 grand. Come in here. Cater the event. Give them guy. First of all, they're, Clemson is a real fucking football program. A okay. real program. They, they don't eat like that I was, ever. I was just, yo, that, you took the words out of my mouth. That's what I was about to say. Like Alabama, these top notch football programs, they don't eat that shit. They don't. Yeah. That shit is <laughs> and, I'm sure, and I'm sure Trump was like, what do te- teenagers love fast food? This is great. He like, probably thought he was fucking, fucking invented the world. Yeah, yeah, World class athletes. Yeah, they're eating real, you know, protein and real greens and like real cooked food with certain, you know, uh, uh, you know, seasons that they use and don't use a whole, it's a science to it. They're not just shoving fucking burgers and fries down their throat. Sidebar, I knew Dallas was going to lose this week or in the playoffs when I saw Ezekiel walking into the fucking stadium with Chick-fil-A. I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) You're eating Chick-fil-A before a game? Like, you're eating fried food before a game? Like, what are you doing? my nigga like anyway sidebar but like sean said these are high class athletes so this really encompasses who trump is putting garbage food on you know silver platters and, and light well, candelabras he, he doesn't think it's garbage that's kind of what he eats too so yeah, yeah. fuck him yeah he's a no it's man. it's all trash Lucky and and it yeah, also but it does speak to a lack of of respect for the players and for who they are because again i promise you his thought was like they're teenagers. They're college kids. He's never been an they'll athlete. Love, they'll love this. Whatever. You know. Exactly. He's never mm-hmm. been, you know what I'm saying? So. Imagine you carry your ass and, and, all the way and, to the yeah, motherfucking and, White yeah, House. And, 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 and I promise you, he didn't watch the game either. I no. swear. Yo, I would have. If, if, if that would have been my kid in there? Oh, nah. We, we like, nah, B. We out. Call Del Frisco's. Get us a reservation ASAP. Yeah, I mean, I hope people. the coach took them out somewhere that night, somewhere okay. special. And then Quavo put very, a call out, like, come through and we'll take that, care of you. Dabo Sweeney is very Make America Great Again. That's okay. all they got. Yeah. I yeah. promise. Yeah, that's why they went. Yes. That's why they got went. It. Very much that. Yeah, exactly. Um, Jeff Bezos. So Jeff Bezos is the founder of Amazon. Um, uh, he's the richest man in the world uh, right now. He's worth $137 billion with a B. Uh, Amazon is basically taking over the world as far as delivery. Um, you can't, you just can't get around them. It's, um, it's incredible. Um, and he and his wife of 25 years, McKinsey, are getting a divorce. Um, it came out because that, he cheated. Yeah, I'm about to say that now. Okay. <laughs> it came out that Jeff Bezos was uh, ha- has having a romantic relationship with uh, former television anchor Lauren Sanchez, who's married to like a, a big a Hollywood agent, uh, Patrick Whitesell. Um, he's I think he works at uh, I forget which agency he works at. Um, it's ICM. It's one. It's one of the big ones. Um, okay. and they were all friends. <laughs> that's the wild shit. So he's fucking his man's wife. And he, not that it makes it better, but like he, like that's his friend. You know what I'm right. saying? Um, and she, she left. She's leaving him for Bezos. Um, 
So one of the main things this story is bringing up is because they were married in Washington State, which is where they're both from. And again, married for 25 years. He, he didn't have money like that back then. He didn't really have any money, really. Um, so <clears throat> she's entitled under Washington State law to half to 50% of everything. Right. So she's she might walk away with six sixty seven billion dollars. Well, in, in assets. In in fairness, and, she's she's a lawyer, from what I understand. Absolutely. And wrote the yeah. business plan. For yeah, Amazon. she's she's a she's an Ivy League lawyer. <laughs> she's definitely involved. In yeah, they met at, they met at Princeton, right? They met they met at Princeton. I think they were. At yeah, Princeton, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like this is not this is not a woman. Yeah, this is it. It ain't an IG model who want to come up. Yeah. <laughs> right. or, or, or like, you know, somebody who was just kind of like going to Starbucks with the big glasses. Right. Kids off at school, right? Like this was somebody who was in the, in the, you know, the grit and the grind and trying to figure out this business. And so, yeah, I mean, she's yeah. going to get half. And yeah. I promise you, like all the dudes that were up in arms, I promise you, Jeff is going to be okay. He's, gonna he's, be gonna, he's still going to have 67 billion fucking he will dollars. Not be, he will not be looking for roommates on Craigslist. He and will then not like be his, like going to stop making money. This is what I'm saying. Amazon <laughs> like, is a fucking guys, mint. Like, guys. I really need niggas to stop, like, internalizing <laughs> this shit against their own fucking paychecks. Like, he still has sixty-seven billion dollars. Like, I can't think of anything. How much money can you possibly use? That I can't think of anything in terms of lifestyle that changes that would change from sixty-five to one hundred and thirty. Like at that other point, other than just saying you have it. At that point, the money can't even possibly be real to you. It has to be like a concept. It's like not, you can't. It's not like, real money. It's yeah, not, like it's all on paper. This is his worth yeah. is based on a stock value. Right. Exactly. It's so, not liquid. He don't got a hundred. Like that nigga. He not Scrooge McDuck going yeah. in the vault. You know what I'm saying? His shit. Word. But also, like, like I saw somebody post like, "Ain't no pussy worth sixty-seven billion dollars." Oh, it's not like this was. This was his wife for 65 years. She was in the garage with him. By all accounts, she wrote the business plan for the fucking yep. company. And her parents were early investors in the company. And like, he ain't like, complaining. Right. Yeah. Complaining. Don't yeah. worry about his pockets, nigga. He ain't complaining. Right. It's 65. Like I said before, like people do this. They even do this shit on the millionaire level. Like I remember, you know, reading an article and they were talking about baseball players and, and shit like that. And they were talking about like one baseball player, like wanted to go somewhere else. And it was like a Ford. It was like the difference between 210 million versus 180 million. Yeah. Right. And they were basically like, your thread count don't increase. Yeah. Like yeah. 210 versus 180. Your lifestyle. Dude, that, you know what that was, Sean? That was, um, that was, uh, Chris Paul when he was working on his deal and him and Jay Z were talking. Okay. Did you yeah. see that when they had the documentary and Jay-Z was like, 210, 190, what does it matter at that point? Like at that Wait, point, gotta, it really does not you matter. You got to be happy. He's like, you got to be happy. The money's going to, doesn't make no difference. It is point. what it is. Like, yes, like it's, it's monopoly money now. Like, so. if, you, if you get down, if you got a buck, if you got 210 or you got a buck, if you got a buck 90 and you get down to your last $2 million and say, damn, I really should have took that 210. Nigga, yeah. you got That's bigger a bigger problem. Yeah, yeah. You, got, you got other issues. You got other issues. That's a you got other issues. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought this was, uh, you know, interesting story. Like you said, and it definitely was interesting how people on uh, online were just 
get people just in general just kind of spinning it like niggas be taking, so mad about shit like, like she's taking this like she's taking this half his pension like, <laughs> oh my god I drove, I drove that bus still ain't get up at 6 in the morning for 25 exactly. years exactly Gloria, you know that ain't told me ain't worth that ain't what you did. <laughs> Come on now. You said this nigga will be just fine. Um, like so yeah. above fine. Yeah. And and Lauren uh Sanchez, apparently she's like kinda like a you know, a little hot girl and has been a hot girl so she for might many drain years on LA. Yeah, she's a hot girl in LA. She done moved around. She done messed with a few athletes. You know, you know. The, and I'm not, I'm not saying that to be I'm disparaging. Saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying she's probably, she's no, she, no, I'm not saying that to be disparaging at all. What I'm saying is at his age, I think Bezos is 55. He's obviously, you know, worth more money than he could ever imagine. Um, and he meets a, this, this woman like Lauren, yo, she's fun. Yeah. So he's like, you know what? Like, and I, I'm not saying that his ex-wife was in fun. I don't know what happened there. Maybe they just, you know, we're together 25 years. It might have just run its course. But like, he meets a woman like Lauren. She's fun. She's bubbly. She knows mad people. Like, he's probably like, she yeah. might have his ass at Co- she probably have his ass at Coachella or something this year. You know, like who knows? Like, right. he's having a good time. And, and, and Coachella he, is in the backyard, nigga. Cold. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So he's like 67, 67 billion, and he's having a good time. God bless him, man. And, like, money, he, and, and Amazon is still printing money, so he's he'll be all right. exactly, exactly. He'll be he. he they all gonna be all right. <laughs> they all gonna be just. They all gonna be just fine. I want to mention um, Los Angeles school shutdown. Um, so there's a is a teacher strike in Los Angeles. Um, uh, LA schools have already lost fifteen million dollars on the first day of the teacher strike. Uh, today was day two. Um, wow. and, and the whole city is, uh, you know, the whole city's, uh, kind of frozen because again, there's no teachers. So that means there's no school, which means a lot of parents can't go to work because they got no way to send their kids. Right. It's a, it's a huge ripple effect. A lot of the businesses that rely on teachers, just like with the TSA, like the, the delis and the, you know, the parking lots and all those, those other kind of ancillary businesses and now like losing money, like, like, you know, like it's nothing because of people are on strike. Um, so, um, it's, it's kind of, you know, I mean, again, you know, in a bigger picture, just like all this shit going on at the same time in the country is, it's mad scary, man. Like, I, a lot. I, feel like I feel like it's going to really be a purge soon, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, I fully believe we're only a few years away from some variation of the purge. I, if we really keep do. going, if we keep going in the direction that we're going, hopefully 2020 will pull us back from the brink. But at this rate, oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Considering how much has happened in this two years, I'm really scared of how much that can be compounded in another two years. Yeah, like all the damage that's being done like in real time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's, just, it's crazy. Have you been keeping up with this strike at all, bro? I did. I, I mean, I looked at it a little bit um, today uh, only because it's, you know, it's fairly new to me. It's LA, yeah. so it doesn't obviously impact me um personally but i totally understand that i looked at their average pay which is um really low yeah considering really low. especially when you consider the cost of living yep. um and and what that means so i completely understand i mean la is a really um big school system and to sort of give some perspective i think it's second behind new york and i think la's probably budget, LA, i think la's budget is like 7.6 billion and New York is like 30. So yeah. that just to give you some perspective, it's still a lot of kids. Um, they're losing a lot of, um, they're losing a lot of students. 
they're, you know, as the years progress, they have fewer and fewer um, students enrolling. Um, they have, you know, some budgetary issues that they need to figure out. I was really trying to find um, one of the things that I've always been interested in with schools is where does the funding come from? Like how how are the schools funded? And what I was really intrigued by was that it's a very it's a very low property tax and there's a cap on mm. those property taxes and how that can effectively kick in. Like, for example, I saw one pie chart. It was something like 44 percent of the school is budgeted um, uh, uh, property tax goes to schools like that's 44 percent of their budget. OK, so like, for example, a lot of places in New Jersey, that number is almost that number is really close to 70. Wow. Right? So that's a really, really big difference. Right. And that's and huge. so um, I don't necessarily know how they're going to how they're going to fix this and what that means. I know that they had some some uh, some things that passed like it basically kind of gave principals more leeway with their budgets. Okay. And, what that, and what that meant was that they were um, they were basically they did not have quality and I'm using air quotes. They didn't have quality tenured sort of teachers that they would. It was a lot of turnover and they were bringing in a lot of young teachers because they can get more bang for the buck. So instead of paying, you know, Miss Shirley, you know, 120 a year total compensation. They'd rather pay $54,000 a year total compensation and bring in two Miss Shirley's. Yeah. Two, two people like, not, two like people. fresh out of, or fresh out fresh, of college, fresh out of school, you know, you, you, yeah. you know, hopefully and what they're doing is, and this is, this is not just, um, an LA thing. This is definitely something that happens, uh, in the Northeast as well. You throw spaghetti on the wall and you hope you get a rock star and you hope you have, you know, a teacher that can, connect with kids and do great things and, 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 and be awesome. And you want to keep them in your building and like, you know, like an athlete, right? Like you get them on the front end of that contract mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you, and you get the best out of them. So yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully they'll get this figured out again. You know, obviously kids that are poor and um, not, uh, well-serviced in their communities um, are taking the brunt of this. Um, I'm yeah, sure. Of um, and, and, and you As know, always. and and a lot of those teachers, right? Like a lot of those yeah. teachers, like at They're some not point, paid, you know, yeah, at some point, uh, like like in most strikes, there comes a point where it's like, okay, I gotta guys, go back. I yeah, like I I literally need to put food on the table. So um, I'll I'll keep following it, but I um, it's it's really seeing that uh that average pay was was jarring to say yeah. the least. Yeah, yeah. Did y'all watch with Housewives? Yeah, I watch. Yep. You watch it? What y'all what y'all think? Um which part? I think Portia Let's talk about everything. I think Portia, um I think Portia is full of shit, but I say that every week. Because <laughs> no, because you made this whole fucking thing about candy and about what happened there. First of all, she she was like she was like, I got to the dinner and Candy's already huffing and puffing about the event. Candy's already huffing and puffing about the event because everybody has come to you because you already went to everybody like Candy did this and this happened and this happened and this happened. So they all approach Candy like, yo, Portia said that this happened and you need to be ready for and blah, 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 blah. 
And then, you know, Porsche gets to the place where basically she's cussing Candy out, but then she gets to her therapist and admits that dude was still in communication with his ex, admits that she knows she overreacts, admits that they weren't on the same page about shit. So I'm just like, okay, Portia, what's what's really the truth though? Like Portia takes no ownership of her shit. Like she points fingers at everybody. And she did this when she was married to homeboy. Other people would try to call her on shit about her relationship that they could see. And she go on the defense. And I get protecting your relationship. But what she's doing to me is something Well, I don't think she's protecting her relationship or her man. I think she internalizes everything and she's looking to protect herself. Right. Because when she, when she doesn't, when she doesn't react this way, like that's why you see such an overreaction. Right. Because it's about the things that I know. Right. Like I know he's been doing X, Y, and Z. I can feel it. And I, you know, you don't have to tell me like leave, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I I feel like there's a lot of that. Um, happening but i mean we 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 said as much right like we said that when you have broken things off if you out here you dating and you dating multiple people and you basically you know cc'd everybody right hey i'm 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 with old girl now and you didn't bro you didn't because no woman come up no woman would come up to you in such a public place and attempt to kiss you otherwise. Right. Yeah, being that comfortable with it, you know? Yes, and Candy was, you know, sort of a little bent out of shape because it appears that the cameras were not there. So this was not some sort of setup. This was not, you know, no producer did this. This was just people being in Atlanta. Yeah. This is the shit that happens. And this is probably not the first time this has happened. I'm positive it's not going to be the last time. Dude right. really sat on that bed and pretended like he had no real clear understanding as to why Portia would even feel the way. Yeah. And like I said to you guys before, I, he is set, he has and continues to set the bar for what's going to be acceptable. Right. And he's going to, he's not really moving that line. He basically, Apologized, but he didn't not really, really say not what really, he, though. Not really, really. he apologized. He apologized to end the argument. Yes, he apologized yeah. to end the argument. He I'm sorry if you felt a way about it. Yes, exactly. Like, apologize. Yeah. He did not apologize because he had done something and it put her in a position to have to have that conversation or be in those awkward moments. Right. Exactly. Also what got me and I, we, you know, we had this, this, you know, as far as Portia goes, we had, we had this information before, but it still kind of just jarred me was when she was sitting with um, the therapist, I forget the therapist's name. Oh, that's what, that's what I was saying, but go ahead. Yeah. And she said, the therapist said, oh, she told, told therapist she was pregnant. Of course, the therapist was like, you know, congratulations, da, da, da. And she said, well, how long have you guys been together? And Portia said, off and on for six months, but the last couple months we've been serious. Meanwhile, she's and definitely like, at least three months pregnant. That, exactly. I was like, okay, what the, f- what, wait, yeah. whoa, whoa. Y'all talking about carpet for horse. Yeah, y'all are jumping way out the window mad fast because, like, yeah. obviously having a child with someone is, you know, as serious as it can get. Like, that's everything got to be lined up, bro. Like, if you're gonna be with this woman like this, she's having, she's carrying your child, and yep. and you, you still out here like moving, like y'all just y'all six months in on a dating tip. 
Yep. And, and the thing is, and the off and on for six months. Like, when was it off? Like, what, okay, like, how you off and on already I after think six the, months? I think all that off and on meant that was that they weren't exclusive. I think that was the, I think that's what that meant. She's giving herself again. She's giving herself an out. Yep. To not have to be judged and to not have to explain her relationship that she's, I talked about this last week. When you put your relationship out there and you make yep. this a part of your brand, air quotes, then this is what comes with it, right? And now you have to use the off and on shit because you don't know what else is coming around that corner. Right, right. Yeah, at all. And now, just now, is she realizing, like, she has some questions to ask because they flash back to that scene where she was telling him at dinner, like, yeah, my mom was like, what school did he go to and what? And she was like, I ain't asking him that questions because there's another bitch somewhere that asked him all those questions and she by herself. Nigga, that's normal ass questions yes basic shit does like, he have a, does he have a degree like motherfucker what yeah. where did you, you know? go to school but yeah. i'm gonna let you nut in me i don't want to yeah, ask you where you went to school but <laughs> right. you raw dog yeah nothing nut in me like you love juice all day. <laughs> yeah like i'm sorry before i put myself in a position to carry anybody's child i need to know all kind of shit Think yeah. like, like like all is your, is your mammy, is your mammy and shit. pappy still alive nigga the, the yeah. nigga running your family nigga the, yeah like what like it I like I would have had to meet like I'm meeting your mother before we go raw. You know what I'm saying? This is like it's like yeah. it's just some basic it's just some basic yeah. details we need to get out of the way. I need that I need we to know. Ground rules. Yeah. <laughs> like come she on. Even, she, she don't know if she ain't met no cousin. She don't know if he got no brothers. Like not nothing. And and you knew you he you knew he was fucking other women when you were fucking him raw. That's exactly. the other that's, thing. Let's that's point why I that said out. All that transpired. That part is real. That transpired on that first night. And yeah. it was no looking back from there. Yeah. And then they had to sort of backtrack after that. And, and try to make it look good. Yeah. And like and, Phaedra and, and Apollo and shit. Yes. And, and, and listen, she wanted a baby. She was, you she know, she was really kind of help. She was kind of hell bent on that. And listen, Portia has the uh, ability and, 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 you know, in terms of infrastructure, she has her mom, she has her sister. She right. has, she has the ability to take care of a baby. So. I just yeah, hope that yeah, she yeah. understands that this dude and this behavior is not going to stop. Cause if it is not right. stopped, if it's not like now, like, yeah. cause shit don't get no better than right now if you're right. in this stage, right? Like, so I don't really get, I, I don't really get it, but God, like, y'all like, 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 think like, they make like, it like, down the aisle? Cause they're uh, good yeah, right now. I, I think, I think, I think they're gonna make it down the aisle, even if, even if it's rocky. Because again, like Sean said, Portia is in the space now where she's, she's, um, just the saving face space. Okay. So she's like, she has to, like, like I have to see this through because, like, I'll play myself if I don't. So I have to get married. I have to, like, have a wedding on TV and all that shit because if I don't, I'm gonna look like a fool. So I think she's gonna gotcha. do it with all, with all, with all the, all, all the red flags showing. All okay. of them. I think this is just the tip of the iceberg with the red flags. Um, and, and, and again, like you said, oh boy, to me. Oh he, shit, she's having twins. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Oh fuck. Yeah. Wow, that makes it even worse. Oh, um, never mind. No, never mind. It was a gag. She posted something. Okay, never mind. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I was about because, to be like shit because because oh boy, to me was kind of like sorry he got caught. Right. He wasn't sorry that he did it. It was like ah shit, I was trying to. Mm, I didn't know she was going to be there that night. Damn, I wish I would have done it. And I'm sure there's a text thread that old, old girl who, uh, the other girl, 
if she wanted to be an asshole, she, I, maybe she doesn't and got, you know, hopefully not, but like who could put out there and it'll probably would just blow minds because sure. it sounds like he's talking, you know, he's on like, yo, you miss his dick. And he's on that shit. Like, it ain't like, Hey, how you doing? How's your sister? Like he's, he's on some, yo, like that head was crazy. You know, he's, he's, a, he, yeah. God bless you, Portia. You are, you are, you got a, you got a tough way to go. Um, Mm. What do you think about the whole thing with Mike and uh, Cynthia? Uh, I thought that it, it's funny to me sometimes how Cynthia acquiesces to these women. Um, yeah, yeah. As though she wants their approval. Like if they would have like, said they didn't like Mike, what would have happened? You would right. Liked- but like the fact that you even set him up like that, like I mean, I, on one hand, I understand. I don't want to. I don't want y'all trying to pull information out the street. So let me introduce you to him. But like, let me let y'all grill him for two minutes each. That's yeah. a bit you know, excessive. I, I, mean, me. I know it's TV. I know it's TV, right? So I, you know, Mike went with the flow, and he, you know, he he was like a good a, sport. He's a good sport, a confident yeah. guy. He doesn't have anything to hide. So that's cool. But like, I kind of would have been like, why really? Like yeah. really, Ma? Like I don't even. I I literally just met you, and you're asking me like, what's what's favorite right. position? I like the fuck like word like yeah. And and I'm a all the way grown ass man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that was a like, lot. I'm 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 like this is this is this is like to me when you're like 23. Yeah. And it's like your first real like grown up boy, like your uh, first adult boyfriend. Like yeah. you yeah. might have a little apart. So you bring them around and the friends start to grill them. And you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. at 50, I'm not 50? doing that shit, bro. Yeah, exactly. I'm not That's doing that point. shit. I'm now, not doing now, that. now, if you want to have them come over and you know what? I thought, I throw a couple burgers on the grill. Yeah. And, and we can kick it. And we can kick it. And, sure. uh, and even in those situations, the understanding is the girl's gonna dig for some dirt. That's what I'm saying. Like you could just bring them around and be like, "I want you to meet my girls," yeah. and in a good nature way, they ask a bunch of questions. But to literally be like, "I'm gonna sit you in front of this table, and we're gonna go around and give each one of them terms to ask, terms to ask questions." That's too. It's too much. Yeah, it's too much. And I'm just yeah. like Cynthia. Why? Like there's that. There's this real insecurity in Cynthia. I think that, she that surprises also, me when it shows up. I think she also deals with um, the fact that uh, you know, with it, I, it appears to me, and I don't know Cynthia, mm. but it appears to me that she has very long-term relationships. Yeah. And when she goes into a new relationship, there's this incredibly awkward stage. Now, I have to say, because she wants to jump straight to the comfortable shit. Well, maybe. Right. But mm-hmm. I also want to say that I, I, I think that now that she's on television and her fame is in a different place. Right. That her. Her senses are heightened. Right. Right. And so I think that that may, you know, lean toward why she behaves in, in sort of this maybe sort of awkward teenage way. Yeah. Because, um. You know, again, like even with dating the last guy, Will, and you kind of, she's kind of trying to feel the guy out, but then all of these things are coming out with dude being on dating shows. And right, right, right. With a girlfriend. And so she doesn't want to look crazy, right? And right. again, the last two, her most famous relationships have been long, stable relationships. Yeah. She yeah. still keeps in contact with those guys, right? So I think that there's a lot of different elements that point to why um, she sort of behaves in that way because, mm-hmm. you know, maybe she feels a little unsure about something and maybe she is looking for, you know, again, she doesn't have Mallory around, it right. seems. You know, yeah. she doesn't have that, 
these these women seem to be her level of infrastructure in terms of friends. Yeah. Right. So right. so she's looking for that. But yeah, I would have definitely been like, y'all come to the crib and yeah. bring in a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's really what it should have been. Like, yeah, come with your let's husband. drink, chill. Yeah. Yeah, and in the in the course of conversation, obviously there'll be of course the, the event there will be conversation. But that whole like, you get two minutes, ask him anything you want. Now don't ask me anything because I don't fucking yeah. know you. Yeah, you yeah. ask me what my credit score is. You insane? I don't know you. <laughs> and then he said it. Right. Yeah, the nigga said it. I mean, God bless him. But I was just like, wow, that's. They was doing the most. Um, last thing, what y'all think about the whole thing with Greg and uh and his kids? And I think Greg got a lot of goddamn kids. I didn't realize grown, grown, um, grown ass, grown kids. like super grown. Like them niggas could be a singing group. This grown ass kids. Um, some of them look. I, I wonder what those stories are. I mean, not that it matters, but I wonder like. I don't know if we ever heard like if Greg was married before, like are they all the yeah. same? I like he, I don't know I that think story. He, I think he was married, and then okay. I think he had like I think he had one of them or two of them like early on. Okay, he kind of he he seemed to have been about as much in their lives as could be could be possible. Okay, they don't have a lot of that. There's no heavy. animosity. It doesn't yeah. seem to be animosity. Yeah. yeah, and whatever it was, he seems to have made amends. Um, right. Yeah, and, and 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 he seems to have a fairly good relationship with them. But yeah. I think that's what's inter- What is interesting is that, like you know, there's been this ongoing underlying storyline how Greg is 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 being mean to Nene, and she's been talking about it on social media. But this is the first time it really came out in a in a storyline on the show. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting to me is that even when Greg's sister is talking, whenever anybody talks to Nene. And is trying to offer some words of comfort. Like, I know this must be hard. You know, the sister is like, I, you know, I can only imagine how hard this is for you. Instead of saying, you know, thank you. And you're right. She's just like, girl, it's hard. Y'all need know. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. There's no, yeah, it's, yeah, there's no graciousness that, in it. You yeah, know what I mean? It's like, say, there's something there. I, I, I haven't, I can't pinpoint it, but like, it's almost like a this, martyring. I don't, I can't yeah. figure Like, I, I don't want to invalidate her feelings because being somebody's yeah, caregiver no, is it very is difficult. But when people offer her comfort, her first reaction isn't, Thank you, and you're right. It's just like, girl, you don't even know. I don't even do it. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, the vibe I get, the vibe I get from, from it is she almost, it almost feels like in any other circumstance, she'd leave. Like, I get the vibe that she's like, I'm really like over this nigga, honestly, but because he's sick and I'm his wife, obviously I'm going to ride out. But in any other circumstance with the shit he's been doing to me, I would leave. That's the vibe I get. Like, I'm because not... even when, even when he does his, like, his kind of speeches and stuff like that, yeah. like, she, she, she doesn't ever really get, like, really emotional. She just kind of be like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And see, I think it's not, I don't think it's that. To me, it reads more like Nene is so used to everything being Nene. I believe she loves Greg, but Nene no, yeah, is so no used question. to everything. I don't, I don't doubt that. Nene is so used to everything being about Nene that I think that she actually does not know how to let it be about Greg. And that could be off too, but that some of that is kind of what I get too. Like she's not going to give him too much light. I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if it was that I don't even think it's a conscious thing. I think it's a subconscious thing. I think, you know, over the, over the last 10 years, I mean, not only has she become the star of this show, she's, you know, been out there. She's, she's done a lot of things. And I know that they went through a period where they were, 
you know, I don't know if they had separated or they were talking about divorce and they were yeah. going back and forth. It was messy. It was, it was messy, for a, messy for a minute. Mm-hmm. But then they got back and Greg seemed to be the um sort of caretaker for her. Meaning correct. He, he was out traveling with her, making mm-hmm. sure she was straight, making sure and so I think calm her happened, down, balance her out, yes. hear her shit. And and what happened was I think that that role reversed very quickly and 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 it was a real seismic shift in that relationship because not only did she had to con- she needed to continue to be the person at all of these things and be using air quotes here the Nene leaks right she then needed to be Greg's wife yeah for real to get yes like she needed for to real, get up at two a.m. And get out of the fucking bed and help him because he fell in the bathroom. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, or like throwing like, up or whatever. Yes. Yeah. And 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 I think that as a man who had taken pride in the fact that he was not only able to care for himself, but that that was his job for her. That I think that he became, uh, you know, probably had become a bit more snappy, right? Like right. there's a very the uh, you know mortality's a motherfucker, right? Like and you and you get to this point, like. This ain't just like, oh, I'm 42 and my, my, I got a little ache here or a little pain right. here. This is like, no nigga, like I'm 63, right? And it might be I a got cancer. Yeah. Like, 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 like for real, for real. Like, yeah. so there's a level of fear and I think a level of, you know, um, you know, I don't want to say anticipation, but like you'd never quite know what you're going to get. Right. And I think that. We have to remember too, when you see her not necessarily being emotional, we have to remember that these shows are shot in a way True. that really only encapsulate very small portions of their life. That is True. Still their life. But like And she's don't... not an emotional like she's not that person. Dude, Nini yeah. is not no, a soft That's what but that's what we all. see. We don't know if she's crying in right. that Rolls Royce when she's taking a And she says she is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm 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 I believe saying, she is. I actually believe she is. I'm saying as someone who has been in, not in her position, but has yeah. been in the position of needing that time to vent when you are completely alone, isolated, because you do not want to do it with anyone else. Yeah. 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 I'm, I, I know that, 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 that happens. Yeah. I, you know, I, I would imagine that, you know, having some alone time, having a second to breathe, having a second to vent and all of those things. Are, you know, also, you know, Greg is, is, you know, he's probably being torn between, I just, I, I, I don't want to have people in the house right now. I don't yeah. want to have, I don't want to have something to do and this need to sort of, you know, be right. And that could be a lot as well. So again, I don't know them personally like that. Um, I've met them. I don't, I don't know them personally like that, but I can see how all of those things can become factors. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, obviously, you know, we wish Greg well. I guess he's still in remission and that's a beautiful thing. I saw him at, uh, at, at Peter's, uh, thing on, uh, yeah. Eve. Oh, he, looked he looked good. good. Yeah. He looks good. good. Yeah. Good. He's, he's still got the Beijing up in there. <laughs> no, he, he looked good. He had a sharp jacket on. Uh, and, um, and they had nice, nice sport coat on. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, did did, did, that, did you catch Married to Medicine at all, man? 
Nope, I did. Okay. Man. I, I watch. I mean, I watch like a, like a couple clips here and there, but like I'm so discombobulated with what they did with the time. Yeah, I just never. I watch really it online because I don't never see it live. I just I'm like, oh, Mr. Kena came on, and I'll just kind of check it out. So it was it was part three of the uh, reunion, and this one was basically the meat of this one was um, Quad and Greg sat down and had a conversation for the first time since they uh, split up pretty much. And it was really awkward and um, really just, you know, it was a couple that was, that was breaking up and, you know, it seemed like even kind of even shockingly more quad than Greg was deep, deep down hoping to maybe not go through with the finalization, you know what I'm saying? But uh, it didn't seem like they came to that space. Um, but it was, it was very, like I said, very awkward, you know, the yelling and accusing and stuff. And then after a while, it kind of calmed down to the, you know, you know, I still love you, better to die, wish you well. It was just, it was very awkward television. You know what I'm saying? Like it was real television, but it was very awkward. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's one of the, you know, yeah, so I saw those clips. It, it, it looked, it, I have to say, man, the one thing I don't like about that show and I don't like um, about that cast and particularly is that they will encourage a very unhealthy marriage for the sake of saying you should stay married. And I don't like any of that shit. I don't like it at all. There is no reason that anyone should be encouraging Greg and Quad to remain together. Absolutely none. They and, and 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 they were like what because what happens is as Greg and Quad are on the stage, they cut they keep cutting to the green room with the rest of the cast watching, you know, and you hear, um, you know, I can't remember who, maybe Toya, maybe Jackie or somebody, kind of saying, "Tell him you love him, Quad." You know what I'm saying? Like kind of like like yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like tell him, tell him, Quad, tell him you love him. He, I don't think I still think they want to be together. You like you hear them saying that shit, and it's kind of like, yeah, but that relationship was like extraordinarily unhealthy for both of them. You know Dude, what I'm saying? They're like, talking about choking. And pulling knives on knives, one dragging people like, across the floor. I, I, yo, dude, she fucked. It, she didn't fuck the nigga for four years. I'm like, like, what are we talking about here? Like, this seemed to honestly, and I and I also want to just say, I thought it was incredibly unhealthy and really one of those weird, awkward moments on television where it was like, I feel like we are going down a road that we should not go down. As TV producers, right? Like that, that what is, do you mean by that? meaning this is a real marriage with real domestic issues. And while Andy is a great host mm-hmm. and does a great job, he is not a therapist. He should not be sitting in between these two people, um, and sort of refereeing this match that's going right. back and forth, right? Like, I just felt like we had really, we, I, I felt like that boundary had been pushed just a little bit. You know, again, I'm not saying it was the craziest thing ever. I'm just saying that, guys, this is, a, this is, a, you know, this is a real marriage. Like, when they start talking about, the first thing I said to myself was just legality. I'm like, shit, man, like, like, this sounds like domestic violence, dude. Yeah, right. dead ass. <laughs> like, I don't know another way to put it. Yeah. And I'm, and I know the statute of limitation ain't run out. Yeah. 
yeah, this shit is like, yeah, y'all talking about some crazy shit, break calling cops and like, goddamn, like what's going the, the other thing about Kawada before I go, and I, I want your uh, take on this as, as, as the woman in the room, right? Oh, okay. So, and I know you don't even watch the show. So th- let me just give you backstory. So Dave going through this whole shit, like I said, they, they, it's been a mess, right? And they finally decided, well, really Kawada kind of more decided than Greg that she wanted to get a divorce, right? So she moved out the house. And left the divorce papers like on the kitchen table or some shit, right? And then called the nigga and was like, when you get home, there's some paper there for you, some stuff for you to look at. Like, that's how he found out that she filed, right? So that happened a little while ago. And obviously, it was like a lot of mess. And, you know, she took all the furniture out the house and moved to this really beautiful townhouse. And so, from the outside looking in on television anyway, it looked like she's made her final decision, right? It's over. She, on the show, she would tell anybody who was listening, I'm done with this or Gregory. I ain't doing this no more. Blah, 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 blah. She got, she got this beautiful new townhouse. She has her TV show. She looks like she's moved on. Okay. So then they go on this trip the, without Greg. Greg doesn't go. They go on this trip and then on quiet is very standoffish on the trip. And, uh, finally somebody says, is it oh, a couple's trip? It's a couple's trip. Yeah. But quiet goes anyway. And, um, she's very standoffish and, you know, it's very kind of shut down and everything. And, you know, just being polite, but not really talking. So then they, so somebody starts to ask Kwa what's wrong and she starts to kind of crack. And so she says, you know what's wrong? I just saw my motherfucking husband dancing with some bitch in the club. That's what the fuck is wrong. I, I don't know if that's a verbatim quote, but pretty close to that. Yeah. So apparently she had went out to a, to a spot, a local spot. And because somebody, when her girlfriends called her and said, yo, Greg is up in there with this other woman and they're dancing, having a good time. So Quad gets dressed, goes to the spot, sees Greg with said woman dancing and having a good time. And, you know, they don't cause a scene, fortunately, but she's really like mad and pissed off about it. Right. So what I kept getting thrown about it was like, yo, you served this nigga divorce papers. Well, how much time <laughs> had you, passed? And, and, but how much time had passed between her serving him and this happening? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Not a lot. It wasn't like years right. or something. So it was like I a get couple. It. If it was a couple of weeks, was it, it weeks it, or months? It, 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 well, can we? Can, I, I'm, I'm, go ahead, go ahead, bro. I just want to add a slight bit of context. Yeah. Okay. They had long before those papers came. Mm-hmm. That shit had been sitting around, like the divorce, yeah, yeah. the inevitability of the papers were co- the the papers came after months, maybe a year of them talking about this, right? Yeah, yeah. So this, it wasn't like everything was fine on Monday, right? Then yeah, it was the divorce papers on Friday, and then he was in the club on Saturday. No, I get that, and I knew that without watching. But what I will say is that. And this isn't even as a woman. I think this is as a human because niggas are guilty of this shit too. Even if you know the relationship is supposed to be over, somebody moving on very quickly can feel like, nigga, did you care? You know what I mean? Like, did you care at all? Let me just cut you off because I don't know how quickly. I don't. It wasn't. I don't think it was that quick. In in in, right. In in other words, they had. They they haven't been having sex. They haven't even been sleeping in the same bed. No, no. But then she moved. Then she moved out. Then she moved. Don't don't that. She moved out. She left. Yeah. No. Like (laughs) like like, let me just say this isn't even just about sex. This is about sex. This isn't just about. Yeah. It's it's bigger than that. There is no. There was no intimacy exactly i understand guys but there still is a feeling of damn we just made this final 
And also for Quad, and given how small Atlanta is and how people talk, it also might have been a reputation thing. Like, my yeah. nigga, you can't wait for us to sort this out uh, before, like, that. because to cuss to other people, they may assume like he's out there cheating on her. You know what I mean? I so think if it's all not- of this, I think all of this was based on the idea of public consumption of it. Exactly. And he was bent out of shape about Greg. First of all, nigga, he's dancing. Like, yes. stop. Okay. He's dancing. He, yeah, he's not. He was not in the boom boom room. Okay. With strawberry but, Chardonnay. Okay. But I will <laughs> also tell y'all the first time you Chardonnay. see an ex, and I'm saying this not even as somebody who's been married, but the first time you see an ex out with someone else, it really. That that shit is a lot. Like, that shit is kind of like, oh, it shit. It that is. shit is a lot. So it's it like. Is. And again, y'all said she didn't make a scene at the club, but I'm sure she felt a way well, about but, it. And I'm not saying it's logical, that, but you feel a way about it. Okay, that that's fair to say it because that was my next question, which is how did like at what point was that supposed to play out? Like you haven't been intimate with this man. You guys have a tumultuous relationship. And we're not talking about, hey, we went through a rough patch of four months or five months. We're talking about years, right? Like at this right. point, we're talking about years of a distant, we are coexisting well, re- marriage. Right. Not, and it, like, so my question was, cause, cause my question would be, if I am in a marriage like that, where is my wife getting the intimacy? Not just the sex. True. Not yeah. just my question is where are you having the fun? Right. Where are you yeah. having a good time? Right. right. Like if, if if every time I'm around, your fucking face is tuned up and you're right. unhappy, like that clearly can't be your total existence. And I know it doesn't want to be existence. So my assumption would be that there you is a place. There is and not and, and I'm not even saying this as um, uh, someone saying, "Hey, you should purposefully go out and do this, right?" Right. I would beg, I would bet money, I would bet dollars to donuts that this is not a place that they they sort of frequent. So it's not kind of their spot, right? I think that they're of a certain age, right? So there's only but so many. There's only so many places to go th- yeah. that they can go to, right? That is age appropriate. Okay, and I, and listen, he might have had a fucking just a regular ass rough day at work, and he went out dancing. Like, but, uh, so I will say I, again, I haven't watched, but based on what y'all are saying, yes, she went out there to see it with her own eyes, but she ain't trip at the club. They didn't cause a scene, and that she didn't bring it up on the trip until everybody asked her. Well, so but she was, me, she was she was salty about it, but but again, so she was salty about, it, but she was internalizing it because again. You know, ego, ego is a motherfucker. And uh, like, I know people who have gotten divorced and already been in whole other relationships, but you still mourn, you still mourn your relationship. You know what I mean? Even if your marriage is horrible, you mourn the divorce. So it's like, I think, again, I'm not saying it's logical, but it's human to me. Now, if you say she went up and they're like, fuck you, nigga, what the fuck? Who the fuck is this bitch? That's, that's different. But you're saying well, that's I think not she how was it went. Do, I think she was, from the vibe I guess, she kind of was doing that with her friends. Like, fuck. Internally, look yes. Over and, there. And, yes. Look at this nigga yes. over there all up in that Yeah, you could do that with your friends all day. Like, nigga, I yeah. might, like, that. you could do that with your friends all day. I think that's absolutely allowed if you don't take it to yeah, them. Yeah, you, know? you don't do the, you don't do the Porsche. But, like, my thing is just like, but you gave the, you served him the papers and moved out. <laughs> like, what did you, you want him to that. do? <laughs> 
Like, like because she wanted him. She wanted him to be mad that he let her get away. That's what she wanted to do. Exactly. She wanted him for. to be that's mad. What, she that's let what her I was get away. Well, that's what I was looking for right there. That's exactly that what did, I wanted she, to know. She thought it was going to be one way, and it was, and it was a whole because, other way. Because <laughs> from what I did see, she was asking things of him that he wasn't giving her. Either sure. in terms of intimacy yeah. and emotional okay, posts and all that, so she wanted him to feel like I fucked up. Let me let me wanted him this. to be in his in a bad space for a minute. That's Greg is Greg is a fuck Greg for a person who is <laughs> a communicator ultimately or an assess a person who makes assessments by trade. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking terrible communicator. Absolutely He's awful. Absolutely. Like even even their back and forth, like the you know you look good, you look like you've been going to the. It was it, it just it was weird. It was weird. He looking just, good, looking like you've been going to the gym. Like nigga, well, that's what that's what you got to say. You, you acting like it's a girl you went to high school with. Like and, and that's, <laughs> exactly, dude. And that's why. Like, I, I just don't I, I, listen. He's no angel in this and no one's saying that what he did was absolutely, you know, he was, he was okay or justified as much as I'm saying that. I, 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 I don't know, man. I just look at people and I look at human behavior and it's like, I don't really know why people are so surprised when humans act like humans. Like right. we have social interactions with people. He was dancing in a nightclub, right? To me, that is not a sign of intimacy. Like, if I saw, like, nigga, you know what freaked me out? Like, yeah, l- let me walk past the Hagen Dazs spot and you share an ice cream cone with this nigga. <laughs> oh, man, it's about, but, it's about but, to be some furniture. But, it's going to be some furniture. If one of Quad's problems was, if one of Quad's problems was that they never went out and shared those kind of moments, no, but, and no, now, no, nigga, but, you out. Well, early, it, 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 I know early in the early in their relationship, again, you know, things changed, but in the early relationship, they went out a lot until they started to have arguments. They were like the outside okay. couple, like always going out, always, always at the spot, always. They were like the good time couple until okay. things went. Until Greg, again, I'm talking shit, but from what I could glean, until Greg was like, okay, this shit is cool, but like I'm getting close. But at that point, close oh wait, to actually no. And I wanted that. Greg I wanted to have was the one who was mad. They stopped doing it. I remember this. Greg was the one who was like, "Nah, we used to do stuff. We used to be popping. We used to do this." And she was like, "Can't we do?" Like she was the one who was like, "Can we do something deeper?" I think she always felt like Greg looked at her as a trophy. And he, oh, he definitely did. She yeah. was. She was and a trophy. She, and she and 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 listen. She wore that a little bit. Let's not, right. you know, yeah. I don't want to make it seem like that wasn't a part, that wasn't part and parcel of that trade off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Nigga, he, he did not marry, you know, somebody that wasn't put together and, yeah. and, and, and coming through. And that was a part of it. So, I mean, it is what it is. I so, mean, yeah, look. basically the answer is she wanted him to be at home rethinking all the times that she asked him to show her his love in some way other than buying her some shit or some way other than running down everything he paid for. And he wanted, she wanted him to be regretting some shit. And instead it sounds like he went right back to how he was living before she came along. Free, like free her, immediately. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well that's, that's that. This is the, this is the information I was asking for. Not thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. Um, on that note, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to, we're wrapping it up on real hot on, on married to the medicine this week. 
Married to the Medicines. We'll see. And they got Married to the Medicines LA coming on, I think, in the spring. It's a lot. So that'll be interesting. Um, and that's it. Happy Martin Luther Kings again and, uh, peace to the, to the Saints and the, and the Rams and the Chiefs and the Patriots this week in the, in the football. And we'll see y'all next week. Later. Peace. And that's what's popping in the world of entertainment. Thank you for listening to the Pop Life Podcast with Jeffrey, Naima, and Sean. Want to be a part of the show? We've got three ways you can get involved. Like us on Facebook. Send us your burning questions to poplifepodcast at gmail.com. And follow us on Twitter at Pop Life Podcast. Talk to you next week.